People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. You got some issues going on upstairs. You need to talk to somebody. It's okay. Admit it. It's, you know, like this present day, man. It's no hiding behind some uh, tough man wall. You need to talk to somebody. I'm talking about depression. I'm talking about anxiety, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, et cetera, et cetera. Look, Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell, not only a very dear friend, but he is the best in the business. There's no doubt about it. 10 therapists who work there at Ridgeline Counseling. Now, if you're in the Atlanta area, three locations, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, just outside of Blue Ridge. But he'll talk to you anywhere. He can go online. He's been telling me stories of people that have uh, been listening to the podcast that get a hold of him through markwelltherapy.com. That is markwelltherapy.com. Accept insurance, offer self-pay options, uh, virtual sessions, of course. They're markwelltherapy.com. Get that help you need, would you? Biggest pet peeve during football season, I'm in my man room, and the 4 o'clock games, the way the sun is setting, comes right through the freaking window, nails my eyeballs, and kills me for about 20 minutes. I know, first world problems. I got it fixed with top hat tint. And I got to tell you, TJ's amazing. Came in, did a bang-up job. Also did uh, our cars. Right there in the driveway, mobile tinting, auto tinting in the Atlanta area adds style and privacy while reducing heat, as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Two front doors starting at a buck 25, full vehicles 275. That ain't bad. Mobile service available, like I said, residential and commercial tinting. They do it all. Free home consultation. So if you're listening to the BS, you're listening to the Black Cloud podcast, anything that we're doing, Support Top Hat Tent in the Atlanta area. Call 678-761-2360. 678-761-2360. You can always go online to tophattent.com. Oh, shit. Hold on. What episode is this, Nate? This is 39, right? Yes. 39. Mm-hmm. 39. What a big week. Huge week. <laughs> 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 This will stay free for you Black Cloud podcast subscribers. But we have moved it to a different platform. Is that confusing, Nate? Explain it to me because it's confusing to me. Uh, you can still listen to it how you're listening to it right now, but um, but we've moved the base of it over to Spotify and Anchor. Yes. Spotify and Anchor is where the BS podcast, the as of right now, Monday and Friday podcast will be. Uh, and you can subscribe um, on jasonbailey.com under the podcast section. You'll just see the big, very cool BS logo. And and for those that don't know, that was my old moniker back in the day um, in Orlando when I was Buckethead. It was the Buckethead show. And I've always liked, I hated Buckethead, but I always liked the BS. I always thought that was cool. And, you know, eight years later, <laughs> Nate and I go and use it and find out I'm not the only person that thought it was cool. There's like six, <laughs> six or seven other people. I, I remember the first person that started using the BS moniker and it was that guy that worked for ESPN. Uh, it was like Bill Simmons or something. And he had like the BS report and I was pissed because at the time I think I actually trademarked it and I, and I had the rights to it. And then I let it go when I moved to Atlanta. So it's like free game now 
I believe. I don't think I still own it. I don't know. I have to. I got to check on that. But and I remember the website turned into like some Asian porn site. Yeah. So the bucketheadshow.com, because uh, I, I had a lot of traffic. I was the first person in Orlando in in the Clear Channel cluster to have their 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 the the first URL. Like I, I and when I was a webmaster, believe it or not, at the time, and so I was doing all my own work. Um, and, uh, actually, uh, my old producer bull would help me out tremendously to get that uh, website up and running. So he was a, he played a big part in that too. And so like when, when I moved to Atlanta, I was like, I'm done with bucket. I hate fucking, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hate, especially when I would first meet a chick and we'd go out or I'd get recognized or something. And somebody would be like, yo, bucket ad, what's up? And she'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> or you try to talk about something seriously. I'll tell you, there's very few things that bother me or get under my skin. But one of the things that did bother me tremendously was the feedback. And this was like at the beginning of social media where people would be like, oh, you know, that didn't know me or didn't know the show. They'd be like, oh, I'm going to take a guy named Buckethead's advice. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You know, and I was like, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> you're not wrong on that. <laughs> I would not either. <laughs> So, uh, I was, I was, I was happy to get out of that world anyway. Uh, so the launch on Monday of the BS podcast, Nate, I've been looking at the analytics and phenomenal. I mean, just blowing up. I, I, I can't tell you how happy I am with just over a week being out of work and just trying something new, not knowing what I want to do next. Cause I really don't know other than this, I've, I've been having so much fun being my own boss and being in control of my creative freedom. I just think that's awesome. Yeah. And that's what it should be. It should be fun. I, well, I mean, in, in any work you do, I mean, hopefully you can make it fun or, or enjoy yourself. Cause you don't want to, you know, just be miserable every day. I, I don't believe people when they say that they're, you know, like I love my job. You know, you might like your job. I didn't hate my job. You know, I didn't hate where I worked and I didn't hate people that I worked with. Um, so don't get that twisted. You know, I have a lot of respect for a lot of those people in that building and I love the industry and I love the business. It's just sometimes it's time, right? But I don't believe when people go, I love to go to, I don't think, you know, 90% of the people that say that really mean it. They like are telling themselves they really mean it. There's just so many things that are shitty that you have no control over, especially in the, in a creative world. You know, now, like if you work at a Kohl's, you know, you know, a department store and you're, you're a cashier, you just, you know, you love doing that. I always uh, am envious of people that love doing jobs that most people would hate. If you love doing that and you love going to work and you love the people around you, I believe that. But I think the higher up, the corporate totem pole you get, the more you hate doing what you do, unless you work for yourself. Yeah, I lo- I mean, when I was in my 20s, I worked retail, and I loved it. I was like, I get to wear shorts to work, wear flip-flops, listen to music, um, you know, just talk to people my own age. It was great, but I don't know if I would feel the same way now that I'm, you know, in my later 30s. So, yeah, it's different when you get older, I think. Yeah, and, and, and like our first uh, episode of the BS podcast that we launched on Monday, again, jasonbailey.com, where you, you're finding this probably, or maybe you found this, but there's, you can subscribe to to our, our Monday and Friday, and it's, it's going to grow. So, by the way, get in early, and hopefully, thank you, appreciate it, and it'll get bigger. There might be more than two episodes a week, but as of right now, as we start, just bear with us. Um, but the, the, like talking to the guests, like that Brandon guy we had on a Monday, 
Dude, the, I don't want to give everything away, but this guy's story is phenomenal. Ex-military, lost a body part, non-military related. I'll give you a hint. It had something to do with an animal, not a dog, and uh, not a body part you would guess, you know? And then yeah. there's a kicker at the end of it, you know, and he's a bounty hunter now. And he works uh, at Flying Monkey Firearms, a new sponsor for uh, both shows, which is very cool. So anyway, um, this week's Black Cloud, because this is all supposed to be about the bad shit, the weird shit that happens in my life. It's not necessarily all terrible. It's just kind of growing pains of different things is, again, going back to I've been more busy this past week and a half out of work than I think I have been in the last seven years because you get kind of into a routine and you're like, all right, I sit down here. Let me just put this together. It'll work. People are used to this shit. So I just kind of, you know, just kind of going with the flow. Oh, top 10 reasons why you got to floss your teeth. You know, you talk, you talk, you talk, you know, and you just get into that routine. It gets stale. Um, when I've been out of work, I haven't, I, I haven't had anything to do uh, because, because I, I just like in the past, I haven't had anything to do, but now I do. And so I'm not going to get bored. You know, so I've, I've got things that you know, got properties, you got Paradise City, got Beach Paradise City. We've got this new project with the BS podcast. We still are doing this. Uh, and and then and then I've got the, the My Core Caddy. And that's what brings me to the Black Cloud for this episode. And so I launched the, the My Core Caddy, for those that don't know, is, is an invention. Something that I've always wanted to do in my life is create something tangible. Like when I die, I want people to say, oh, that's the guy that created this. Like, what did you give back to the world? You know, I know people in radio touch people with stories and entertainment and all that stuff. And, and that's great. You'll be mem- remembered briefly by that. But to leave behind an actual item, I think there's something to be said about that. You know what I mean, Nate? Yeah, you want to leave your mark on the world. You may be like the the pet rock guy. You know, everybody, always, whenever you say a pet rock, like, Dude made a, a million dollars selling rocks to people. Yeah, exactly. He, he left behind the dumbest fucking idea that everybody bought into, which made it the best fucking idea. Mm-hmm. And so my idea with the My Court Caddy is an invention, namely for tennis players. That's what it's for. And it's, it's a ball holder. It's like a home base for a, a tennis player. So when you're out on the tennis courts, and I'm an avid tennis player, as most of you know, You've got chain link fence around the tennis court. The one directly behind you usually has a windscreen, but on the sides, they're open. So this My Court Caddy, you just clip on, uh, it goes into the holes, and then gravity you know, does everything else. It's got two spots on top for tennis balls. It's got two hooks in the front for your towel, your tennis racket, whatever the fuck you want to put on it. And then it's got uh, a cord with a carabiner underneath for your bag, for water bottles, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I came up with the idea because I hate the third tennis ball. You know, there's, you play with three tennis balls, three tennis balls in a can. And uh, and, and usually just two or, or always two are just in play. That third one disappears. You either have somebody that's too fucking lazy to pick it up and it's up by the tennis, the, the tennis net or, or the, the, the net, I should say, or it's in a puddle. It finds a puddle, even though it's not right. It's just always a pain in the ass. So this is a place for the tennis balls. It's nice. And then I noticed during the pandemic is that people are obviously more spread out. And I think it's always going to continue to be this way. So they started taking carabiners, like third-party carabiners, and just hanging the shit on the fence. And it looks trashy. And so um, I was like, well, what if everybody had a home base? 
you know, for all of your stuff. And, and it's nice and compact. And that's what this is. And so uh, mycorecaddy.com, we launched, me and my business partner launched back in July. And he was kind of the, the manufacturer guy because he has other inventions that he's done. He's gone through the process. I didn't know him very well, but I knew him well enough to know that he was a nice guy, very smart guy. And so I go into business with him. And I'm like, let's just do it 50-50, you know, kind of like our podcast agreement. I, I don't need to be more. Just let's get it done. It's about the idea. It's about being creative. That's all I care about. And so uh, and so I say to him, I go, uh, yeah, he's like, cool. He's got this 3D printer and whatnot. And we start making them, and we're doing them by order. So we're using his Shopify accounts, his LLC. And I was a little wary about that at first, but you know, I was like, all right, well, what can possibly happen? Well, then the big launch in July was when I'm hosting the tennis tournament in Atlanta and, uh, and, and people were coming up to our booth and they wanted to buy it because it's really a spontaneous buy. You know, like there's certain things, Nate, that are more of a spontaneous buy versus an online buy. Yeah. I'm going to bring up an online example, but just kind of the, uh, like when you get advertisements for Amazon and on Instagram and you, you flip through 10 different ones like, oh yeah, I didn't even know that existed, but I need it right now. Yeah, and Amazon makes it very easy for you to purchase it because they have a, a buy now button, right? right? But but when you see things that in your feed, like in, let's say, Facebook, for example, and you get like Under Armour, you know, I, I get a bunch of Under Armour stuff because I'm a fan of Under Armour, and you click on it, then you go to the page, and then you have to add to cart, and then once the, then they'll try to sell you on something else, and then you go to, to checkout, and and then if your computer doesn't have your information, you got to f- manually type in your information. And it's just by the time you're done, you either get busy, get distracted, forget about it, or second guess your purchase versus yep. you at the grocery store checking out, oh, f- of course I need a, a blowtorch lighter. It's, it's, and it's on sale. It's 50% off if I've got a Kroger card. Like, why would I not buy the blowtorch lighter? <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's why they put magazines in the, in the checkout is because you're sitting there. They're hoping you're waiting in line. You're looking at the magazine. You're reading through the magazine, but you don't have time to finish. So you put the magazine in your shopping cart, you know, to finish it at home. That's the whole idea. Oh, yeah. Just like, I mean, Kohl's is the king of that. When you're in line, there's like all that stuff. There's just candy and different things on, in the checkout. Why would I not need Ren and Stimpy socks? I mean, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to tell me that while I wait, I have my choice of Yoda, Darth Vader, or a Stormtrooper sock pair? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the spontaneous buy. And I think that the My Core Caddy, for the most part, is a spontaneous buy, which means that I need it product. So... The, the headache, the black cloud of this whole thing was the learning process. I had to dissolve my relationship with my partner, which was, was amicable. Uh, it w- there was no heat. Things can be done amicably, people. You, you can get a divorce amicably. You can dissolve relationships amicably. Nothing, not everything has to end bad, right? Right. It, it, it just, if it does end bad, one of those people is a total fucking asshole. Right. That's usually how that works. And then the other person becomes a fucking asshole because that person's a fucking asshole or you just walk away. Clean slate. Boom. And you're out. You know, so this ended amicably. He's a gentleman. He's a professional. And our differences were our business sense. Right. He uh, he's very successful, by the way. 
and he's a lot smarter than I am, but I'm an, a big risk, big reward guy. He's not. And that was, that was the conflict between us. I wanted product. I was willing to invest X amount of dollars in this project, win, lose, or draw versus doing a slow grind of you order it in two weeks, you'll get it kind of thing. So uh, that's why we had to dissolve the relationship. So in the past couple months, all I've been doing as I was ramping up to get fired, because I knew that was coming, by the way, it, it was, uh, I was, I was trying to educate myself on how to manufacture a product. Nate, it is a thing. Let me tell you, like when you watch Shark Tank and you see these people that are pitching to the sharks and they've invented, you know, whatever, it's not an overnight thing. It, it's a process. It really is. Oh, I'm sure. And I mean, that's probably why a lot of companies go overseas because it's probably easier to get things done. I, I assume here there's probably a lot of red tape with manufacturing things and different companies and who does what. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Hungry, but don't feel like making your own meal, but you want something really, really good and you want something really, really healthy. Chef Erica Nicole Day. She is amazing. Experienced culinary medicine consultant and private chef with medical and high-end restaurant background. She is available for consulting on meal planning for weight loss, helping out with medical conditions, or strict macros for bodybuilding and fitness training. Chef Erica Nicole Day was telling me the other day, she's like, we get a lot of bodybuilders, you know, because they're putting together those, you know, you see them in the gym. If you're in the gym, you know, they're eating out of the Tupperware. That probably came from Chef Erica Nicole Day. Uh, these uh, options include, but not limited to, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. It's not a religion that deals with fish, I believe. Uh, paleo, bulletproof, keto, all that good stuff. They do there. So covers the initial evaluation, menu, planning, grocery list, emails, advice, and encouragement, so on and so forth. She's the real deal. Get a hold of her. EricaNicoleDay.com. That is EricaNicoleDay.com. FlyingMonkeyFirearms.com. What's that all about? Uh, these are a great group of guys, core group of military and law enforcement veterans that have brought in people with interest and similar mindset, welcoming everyone interested and willing to learn. I love guns, man, but there's a misconception out there. For some reason, people are thinking one thing when it's actually another. Video games, movies, the news media, internet forums have all shaped this misconception and perpetrated this uh this bad information so they want to educate the masses that is us share their knowledge and experiences to improve the world around us i want you to go to flyingmonkeyfirearms.com yes they sell firearms they've got ammunition they do laser engraving which is way cool you can get 10 percent off right now if you mention my name bailey when you get a hold of flyingmonkeyfirearms.com. If you're in the Atlanta area, you can visit them in Lawrenceville, 382 Swanson Drive, flyingmonkeyfirearms.com. And we're big fans of our military and law enforcement here on the show. So thank you guys for your service. And back to you, Jason. Yeah. So the, the, the first thing was educating myself on the manufacturing side of stuff. And cause he was in charge of that and he dealt with some people and, and he kind of already knew about it. I think that's at least what he told me. And, and so I had to do the same, finally narrow it down. A lot of the plastic manufacturing, if not all of our plastic manufacturing in the United States is in Illinois for some fucking reason, 
Illinois is the plastic manufacturing capital of the United States. I <laughs> little useless tri- trivia knowledge there. Next time you're at a bar, hey, guess what I heard? So th- I found that out. So I get a hold of this company. I narrow it down. Uh, I was okay with with how much it was going to cost. And then you know you have to have a what's called a CAD file or an STP file. It's a 3D rendering, and there's people that do this easily, and, and it doesn't cost much to do. These people are really fucking smart. Have you ever seen a CAD file before, Nate? And you're a digi guy. Yeah, the computer-aided design. Is that Absolutely. what it stands for? Holy mm-hmm. shit, I had no idea what it stood for. What does STP stand for? Not Stone Temple Pilots. Um, I'm not sure, actually. Was it within within like the, the lathe or whatever? Is well, it's what it a is? file.stp, like a, a dot P, uh, .pdf. STP is the file name. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, yeah, it's for like AutoCAD or like TurboCAD. Yeah, I knew nothing about this, but I've educated myself enough to know enough. And I had, you know, I had people redo the file and it was really cool. Like, you know, I don't have a program to open it up. So there's these online programs that you can use and you can, it's this 3D render. I mean, these people are genius. If you guys, anybody listening right now that does that shit, I, I think you're awesome. I want to be your friend. I think that's so cool. Like really, really fucking cool. That's a great skill set to have. So you got to give this to the company and, uh, and then they, they take it to their engineers, which I'm, I'm just picturing this giant room full of fucking nerds that jerk off on each other and don't have a sense of humor at all. That's kind of just how I envision it because it's probably about right because some of the feet, like we communicate on this message board and some of the communication is the most dry pan fucking conversation I've ever had in my life. Like this guy fucking jerks off the golden girls. I know he does. You know, this is a fucking weirdo. I can just see him right now. He's probably jerking off talking to me on this message board about my fucking tooling. And then I, and then I fucked up, I guess kind of, but not uh, that pushed everything back a little bit. Cause I wanted it. I, I wanted everything by November one. That's not going to happen. The process is taking too long. The, the, there were, they sent me a, a, a PPT, which is a PowerPoint presentation. They didn't ask any questions in it. They just had these, they just had these, uh, these suggestions. But there was never a question. I have a problem with that. You know, people, if you text me, if you have my number and you text me, and I don't respond, it's because you didn't ask me a fucking question. Like, there's a difference between a statement and a question. If I, you know, if I go to somebody and I say, bathroom is somewhere here. You know, fucking talking like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, where is the, just ask the fucking question, where is the bathroom? But if you don't ask me a question, I can't respond. They never asked a question, so I didn't respond. And then like two weeks goes by and I call my lady and I said, you know, what the fuck's going on? And she goes, well, you didn't respond to the, the PowerPoint presentation. There were, there were suggestions in there. Yeah, but you fuckers didn't ask me any questions. She goes, oh, well, you know, you're new to this and that's kind of how engineers talk. And I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Do they not know? Smart people don't not ask questions. Like you got a yeah. question, ask me the fucking question, right? Can't they engineer a sentence or a question? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one would think. So, uh, so finally we got past that. Some of the suggestions that they made, I thought were really neato. And, and they're about, so they're tooling the product this week, meaning that they're making out of steel, I guess the mold, I think that's how that works. And then after that, they go make me five samples, which I'll get by the end of uh, the first week of November. They send me those five samples. I test them out. And then if I like them, then we go to manufacturing in their plant in China. 
but it's on U.S. soil with U.S. workers. I guess that's what I'm being told. So the the price of this the the actual product is not not the issue. I have no problem paying for that. It's this tooling cost and shipping is fucking ridiculous. I mean, like if I told you the number for shipping this stuff over, it'd blow your mind. And so I'm talking to uh, my buddy's well, wife right now too. With uh, you know, aren't, aren't a bunch of the shipping ports all clogged up or whatever? Yeah. Well, that's that's why it's even more expensive because I'm not doing it by boat. I'm going to do it by plane, and and so that's even more expensive to do cargo plane. But yeah. if I did it by boat, you know, out on on the coast of California right now, one of our main import exports, namely import uh, docks. Usually they have, on average, like five or six cargo ships circling, waiting to port. You know, as they unload, they bring the next one in, so on and so forth. There's like 50 or 60 of them out there. And they're out there for weeks, months at a time, waiting to come into port. Because they just have no laborers. And what's happening with some of them, because in that area in the Pacific, these, these nasty fucking storms come through. And they knock the cargo things in the water. Yeah, yeah that's a true story. And I can tell you, um, I heard from the representative, I heard third hand from the representative from uh, Head, right? The tennis company, you know, the sporting yeah. company, Head. Yeah, Head. <laughs> they also make pen tennis balls right? that's owned by Head. They had a cargo container on one of these boats. This was a couple months ago. And a storm came by and knocked the fucking shit in the water. So at the bottom of the Pacific are all these cargo containers with millions of dollars worth of stuff. They, they can't bring it back up because it's too deep, you know, nor like do they want to even invest in it. They'll just replenish it from, but they got to do it all over again. So like, that's why there's a shortage of a lot of shit because it's sitting out on a boat right now. And if you've got stuff that's going to expire, that really sucks. You know what I mean? I would think the tennis balls would float. Can't you just open the container with some scuba divers and let them come to the top? <laughs> I don't even think scuba divers can go down that deep. <laughs> True. So as I learn this process, you know, then I have to get my assembly together in my garage. So now I have this, you know, little makeshift assembly station, you know, where my wife and my kid and her friends, uh, they're going to help me, you know, when we get all the product in. So I should be good to go by December 1. And then I hired this SEO company out of L.A., Twiz, they're phenomenal, by the way. If anybody needs an SEO company, Twiz is is great. You know, so they're going to do my digital marketing and, and such. And they did my Shopify account, which is not an easy task, mind you. It's not an easy task to do a Shopify account. It's very fucking difficult. So uh, so they did all that for me, and, and I'll be ready to take orders for Christmas. That's the idea. But, dude, this process, Nate, is like, I mean, it, it, it it's it's satisfying because it's educational it's satisfying because it's mine and i own it and it and it's really satisfying that nothing like this exists i own the patent or provisional patent as of right now for this which really in the old scheme of things doesn't mean shit because once that hits the registry which it's already on some fucking chinamen are going to grab the idea mass produce it and put it out on amazon you know Sell it yeah, for well, you know half the price of what I have to sell it for. It makes sense why people go on Shark Tank or or just big companies steal someone else's ideas because it, it sounds like there's a lot of hoops to jump through just to get it done for you know the average guy. Well, that, that's that's what's the the problem in the United States is for inventors is is the registry. One, it's public domain, which I don't think it should be, and everybody's got access to it. So unless you're IBM or Apple or Samsung or Coca-Cola or any of these big companies that get everything like while you're 
while you're applying for a patent, it's on the registry. So people from all over can see these ideas. And there are people that actually check on a daily basis for ideas that they can mass produce over in Asia. And, you know, so they could have it saturate the market before you even go to to product. Right. And so you're like, this is my idea. Uh, My core caddy, for example, like it's not, it's, it's not available right now until I get my product. And I'm only getting X amount of product because I'm starting. I'm a small business owner with a small idea with only a certain budget. Some big bank Hank over in Asia sees the idea and is like, oh, this is pretty fucking good. Um, we're going to sell it for half the price and we're going to do all this advertising in the United States, especially in Atlanta. And, uh, and people are going to, th- and then we're going to call it something similar. Right. And then people are going to think it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, if you look on Amazon, there's always, you know, 20 of the same things with different company names and you can kind of tell which ones are from overseas. Um, so yeah, that's probably, they probably just go on there anymore and just search for things and they're like, yeah, we can make that. Well, that's why, you know, next time anybody go, any, anybody listening, you, you go where there's cell phone products, you know, Target's a really good example because they have all, you know, that whole section of the Target brand, you know, iPod cases and cell phone cases. Look on the back and you'll see in small print, every, sing, every single one of them has patent pending. And, um, and that's because they want it to, to go to sale and not wait for the patent. Because the patent's going to take three or four years. And if somebody copies it, fuck it. Who cares, right? You, you at least are you're making your money. You get in and you get out. And, you know, and then it's like whoever survives, survives. So hopefully that won't happen. I, my old business partner, I can tell you, you know, he was making stuff for Peloton. And he was the first to, to do this stuff. And he put it out there. And it was such a brilliant idea. And he said, did such a great job with, with the stuff um, within months the market became saturated with like items cheaper, which sucks for him. And he was fucked, you know, and I guess Apple changed something with advertising on the iOS uh, system, whatever, something like that happened, which really screwed him over. So, you know, he kind of got dicked, which also put a little wrinkle in our relationship because he still has an investment in this. And, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't, and he's got a real job and he's got a family and he's got all this other stuff. So it was like, I don't have time for you, dude. It's like, leave me the fuck alone. I was like, I get it. Let's just let me do my thing. And maybe we'll meet up again um, because he is a good guy. He's a good dude. But I guess the black cloud for, for this whole thing is, is the headache and going through it. But it's so satisfying. Like at the point that I'm at now, going through everything that I've gone through, it's the most satisfying thing in the world. And, and when, I, when I go to sale, which will be December 1, where people will be able to order what should be by December 1. Uh, and, and to get that first order, you know, on, on my phone and I see it and then I just hit button, button and I print label and it's already packaged and I ship it out. Like that's going to be cool. Again, it's not about the money. It's about the, the creative freedom, the creative juices, the idea that I created something and somebody cares enough to order it from me and I get to send it to them, you know, in the packaging, I've made sure I put a little extra effort in the packaging and I, I give them a little gift and I have a little car, like everything about it is just neato greedo. I can't do this if I'm in corporate America. I can't do all of this. There's just no way I'll be able to do it. You know, if you were if you're going to go on Shark Tank with this, which uh, which of the sharks would you want to partner up with? Uh, uh, the guy with the the funky last name because he's like the athletic one. Now, I personally, I'm a I'm a Mark Cuban fan, right? But right, um, I just don't think this would be his his cup of tea. But the who's the guy? The good-looking one with the good hair. Yeah, it's like uh, Ginderbolfers or something. You know, you know what I mean. He's a big biker. He's athletic. 
You, you looking it up? Yeah, I'm trying to look yeah. it up. Sharks. Uh, wait, is it? Oh, Robert. Yes, Herjovic. Herjovic. Yes, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. him or the uh, the the lady that does a lot of stuff with HCG. Not HCG. That's the diet. The uh, Home Shopping Network. Oh yeah, uh, Lori Greener or something like that. Green. Yeah, Gr- Grenier or Green. Yeah, yeah. She's. I think she's wonderful. She's very, very, very smart lady. Uh, very intelligent. She's very likable. But her, um, f- you know, forte is the Home Shopping Network, the HSN out of Tampa, and that I think would would do well. The my core caddy would do well. So those would probably be the two. Hold up! Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Are you looking to sell or buy a house? I've got the best person in the entire world. She's my wife, Rachel Guy. She's your guy. Realtor, not real estate agent. It's Realtor. I got corrected on that by my wife, who I'm telling you to use to buy or sell a house. She's with Keller Williams Atlanta North Office. So if you're in the Atlanta area, uh, you know, you guys can meet up face to face. There's a good chance I'll be with her because I don't trust you just quite yet. Uh, but if you're outside and you're looking to come anywhere in the Southeast, you know, she's going to help. She's the best at what she does. She really is, in all seriousness, very, very good. Stress-free buying and selling in this crazy, crazy market. Uh, you can get a hold of her just for business purposes, people. You understand me? 404-797-4600. That's 404-797-4600. Uh, or you can email her. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. I A M R A C H E L G U Y at gmail.com. Don't get it twisted. Atlanta steaks and seafood has an S in it. Why? Because Terry Smith has got some delicious steaks that he wants to sell to you. So if you're in the Atlanta area, he'll come to your house like he comes to mine, drops the meat off right there at my front door. Not just steaks, seafood and chicken. You name it, he's got it. Hors d'oeuvres. I ordered some, uh, what was it, bacon-wrapped scallops from him not that long ago. Absolutely delicious. Now, this is restaurant-quality stuff. So if you're craving that steakhouse-quality steak, but you just want to skip the restaurant, which I tend to do because I like to cook on my own. I'm a big grill guy. You guys know that. Check out Atlanta Steaks and Seafood. AtlantaSteaksAndSeafood.com. We ship it, you grill it. That's what they tell me. And I know it's true because a lot of people get that meat delivered to them. Feel free to post a picture on any of our social medias, mine or uh, Nate's. You know, we just like to look at your meat, which I know sounds weird. 10% off when you mention Bailey. That's 10% off when you mention Bailey at AtlantaSteaksAndSeafood.com. You can always call them at 770-873-2733. 770-873-2733. Side note. Right now, for whatever reason, hard to find some meats. Terry Smith, Atlanta Steaks and Seafood, they've got it. And back to you, Jason. And by the way, I, I do have an in for, for, the, uh, for the show, for Shark Tank. I don't want to say how, but when I get to a certain level of sales, because you can't go on there without any sales. You just can't. You know, to yeah. sell this idea to a non-tennis person, they're going to be like, I don't get it, right? But if you go in and say, if they don't get it, but you have a million dollars in sales, then that, because all they care about is money, unless you've got, you know, a really good backstory behind it. There was a couple episodes, um, uh, two in particular. One was, 
well, three actually. One, of course, is Diamond Dallas Page's Arthur. You know, his his first guy that was doing the DDP yoga, the ex-military that couldn't walk barely, was on crutches, extremely overweight, very depressed, and teamed up with Dallas, started doing his yoga, DDP yoga, and, and is a specimen. I've met him numerous times. He's a phenomenal human being. Great story. Very, very um, vi- uh, inspiring, right? right? Then then there were the three kids of the firefighter that died of cancer post 9-11. He was there, a hero, pulling bodies out, putting out fires. And then like a lot of our first responders, they either got PTSD uh, and they took their own lives or they died because of all the chemicals created a cancer, you know, and yeah. that's what happened to these kids. And I'm sitting there crying my eyes out watching this. Like I get goosebumps even talking about it, but their dad, a fireman, a New York uh, city fireman, he had created this cutting board that it was just so brilliant. You know, at the, at the end of the cutting board closest to you, like between you and the cutting board, there was a, a like a tray that would go in it. So, when you're cutting stuff up, let's say you're cutting a cucumber and you, you've got some dead spots or the ends that you don't want, instead of keeping them to the side, you just put them in the tray. Like fucking hmm. brilliant, right? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. that's smart. And it had a burned a badge number uh, in there or something, you know, from, from the firefighters of 9-11. And they, they passed and these girls are on there and I'm just, I'm, I'm, cr- I'm crying my eyes out. And so they, they got a deal because, I mean, one, it's a great idea, but they should get a deal because that's a good story. And these three kids have, you know, said, okay, whatever we were planning on doing with our lives is going to be put on hold in, in memory of our father, our hero, and his dream. We want to see his dream become a reality. And just everything about that is phenomenal. I think that's so cool. Um, and then the other one was uh, a good old boy that was a... I think tree farmer, tree farmer. I think he was a tree farmer, but he comes in, you know, clothes dressed in the clothes on his back, meaning that like he just came from work and he had this idea in order to like conserve water or something. It was to help out the farmers. He was a farmer. That's what he was, a farmer. And he had some idea to put under trees or to to conserve water. I don't remember the whole thing. I just remember he was so likable. He was this big teddy bear like guy. And Mr. Wonderful was trying to say, well, like we could make more money if we do it here and do it this and charge this. But the guy only wanted to charge what he was at cost because it was so helpful to farmers. And Mr. Wonderful is like, yeah, you're an idiot. You're stupid like this. And then the rest of them jumped on him and said, I'm going to give you as much as you pretty much want. We're going to make this dream a reality to help out the farming industry. And I fucking cried on that one too. <laughs> oh, that's, cool. that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one of those stories though. And I'm glad I don't, you know, you don't want one of those stories, but when you hear those stories, they're very inspiring. They're very enlightening, you know, that makes you put things into perspective. Um, you know, so in order for me to go on there, Nate, I would have to just be like, I got $5 million in sales this past six months. Don't have a story. I can tell you my dog died. My friend Nate's dog died too. Got fired. But other than that, you know, I, I might have colon cancer. I don't know. I'll tell you, you know, tomorrow I get my colonoscopy. I don't know. I might. Uh, who knows? So, you know, knock on wood. That was a joke, by the way. Hopefully I don't. God, if you're yeah. listening. Yeah. 
So anyway, the, the, the ups and downs of this whole process is, is pretty cool. And obviously keep everybody posted, you know, probably more on the, the BS podcast than this one. Cause I have to come up with a different story. I'm sure next week's uh, Black Cloud podcast will be very, very interesting with my colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> we might be doing our final episodes of something we just started. So anyway, all right, buddy. You got anything to add there in Mexico? I had a lot. I went, uh, I went cave exploring this week, and uh, when we were in there, it smelled like pee, and I'm like, who's peeing in these caves? Caveman. All of a sudden, we hear, and, and there's lots, there's tons of bats in there, so I'm like, maybe it's the bats, and then we hear this noise, and coming around the corner, I see these shadows of those, these animals, and so we get kind of freaked out, and it was like a pack of wild boars that were living in this cave, and they come out, and the the guy that was with us, he was like, yeah, they're not super friendly, so try to stay away from them. So, uh, <laughs> so we almost got attacked by some wild boars. That's probably my black cloud for the week. That, you got... You've got the uh, tiger cats, you've got the squirrel mm-hmm. monkeys, you've got tigers in your backyard, you've got a dog named Tiger, yeah, yep. I think you got bears too in your backyard, right? Probably. Mexican bears. And you've got to worry about the cartel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit of everything. I, I, was, I was talking to Nate before we, uh, we decided to record this, this, this episode and, you know, for more content for the BS podcast for our subscribers, uh, because eventually we're going to have to probably grow up more than two episodes a week, just do something. And I get that, and I'm, I'm excited, and I want to. And I guess some people are, are asking, they're like, hey, will Nate uh, do Smarta Marta like he did on the radio? You know, because all of our ideas that you and I came up with still being used, right? Because yeah. they, 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 they sure the fuck can't come up with something. And so, like, there's, some of them were, were really good and can, tra- you know, transcend over to what we're doing now. Smarta Marta, for example. And I was like, oh, that'd be a good idea. We'll just tweak it, you know, Mexico-related or something. I asked Nate, he's like, no, fuck you. I ain't doing it. I was like, wow, lazy. God, you've gotten lazy. So why, Nate? Why don't you want to do it? I don't know if you heard. The other day, somebody got shot. I just don't know who to talk to around here. <laughs> I was like, well, well at like least it's Al- not because you're lazy. It's because you don't want to die. I can accept yeah. that. That's fine. Well, like in Atlanta, I would know where what areas are good and what areas are bad, but uh, I'm still figuring that out here. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going to wait on that. Okay. <laughs> we'll, put that, we'll put that on the back burner. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right well again uh this has been a very big week for us thank you uh for listening to this this will stay free uh, the black cloud podcast uh the bs podcast is more of a show it's a lot longer with guests and all kinds of other shit uh you can go to jasonbailey.com it is on spotify you can subscribe there thank you to all of our sponsors we're getting an outpouring of new sponsors and new people that want to do stuff uh, that's what I've been doing the last couple of days, talking to people. This is phenomenal. So thanks for everything and the Black Cloud Podcast every Wednesday. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. <laughs> 